Oh. Oh yeah. Episode nine. Back in, back in black. Right. I, we can say back in black because we're drinking a porter. All right. Let me get a let me get a till here. Let me get a right pour. Let's see if we can do it. Mega Pressure's till. on. Mega till. Pressure's on. No overflow. Cut it early. Oh, you know what, what I wanted to do too? Because I don't post enough. Uh, we don't post enough on like uh, on social media. No, it isn't. The head's not as fat as I want it to be. It's not a fat head. It's perfect, though. It's nice. A little inch. That's all you need. Yeah, we don't post enough on social media. It's going to be like a boomerang, you know? Like a little quirky boomerang. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even sure how to master those. I don't. You got to get like a 13-year-old to do that. Story. Let's see what we got going on here. Off the juice. Let's see if it works. Coding got me dripping. Should do a little cheers. Boom. Yeah, that works. Sweet. I like it. Oh, it's good. Good porter. It's nice. That's what episode nine is. Episode nine. Chocolate nut from Firefly. Sorry, I got fucking distracted real quick. No, that's okay. I'm literally on social media. That's all right. So I'll just read the description real quick. It's uh, dark, full-bodied, and seductive. Ooh, seductive. The Imperial Porter is brewed with loads of chocolate malt, roasted barley, black, and crystal malt, flavors of creamy chocolate, get that off rip, 100%, coffee and dark caramel blend together with a subtle nuttiness of the Ecuadorian Ecuadorian cocoa nibs, the beer is aged, and it is 8%, and it comes out of Firefly Brewery, Firefly Hollow Brewery out of Bristol, Connecticut, Connecticut. This is good though. It's a beautiful. It's a beautiful pour. Very dark. Even mm. the head, very dark. Not not a white head at all. Smooth though. Smooth as fuck. It's not like it's sweeter than bitter for me anyway. But then you get like a bitter aftertaste. I think that's where like the coffee comes in. Kind of smells like a tundra. I hope there's not caffeine in this. I doubt it. Is, it, that's, is that a real thing? I don't think so. It would say. You like that smell though? It kind of smells like a like a, a crisp winter night. Yeah, nah, this is the perfect time to be drinking porters, man. I'm telling you. Can't drink these in June because you'll just die. Oh, real quick, let me just tell that story about how I drank Dragon's Milk, the uh, Imperial, which is 11%. I drank three and what, 9.30? I was went to bed. Yeah, easily. I was dead. I, could, I, I was so drunk. It was terrible. It was like out of nowhere. Yeah, you don't just casually sip those. No. Not at all. It's a great beer, but like you just got to have one and then maybe like one, another one like an hour later because that shit hits you like a ton of bricks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I expect the same from this. This is a little lighter in alcohol, but it's smooth. Like I could drink this quick and I probably will. Yeah, which is dangerous Yeah, for 8% or like that. And you know what? It's not too desserty. I've had stouts or maybe it's just stouts. I don't know. Or stouts or porters that... Sometimes are a little too desserty, like you have one after too much, dinner. Too much milk. Yeah, like too sweet, like taste like because some some dark beers I have like dessert features, like I, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but it's like it just goes super desserty. So when I heard chocolate nut, I was like, damn, I hope it's not too sweet, but you get the chocolate, but it's not crazy. I like the aftertaste too. There's not there's not too many hops in there. It's not uh, overly carbonated. I would say it almost ta- it tastes smooth. like a piece of dark chocolate um, for the aftertaste as well. It's not very bitter. No, uh, smooth drink. I like it. And what did you say you got for like a rating? Like a it was not. It was like a nine one on Beer Advocate. A nine one. Yeah, I don't really trust their scale of uh, ratings though. Eight four for me. Eight point four. You're gonna put it at eight four. I like it a lot. Oh, yeah. Okay, I was gonna go. 
See, I was going to go low, like pretty lower than that. But, because I don't know if I'd get it, like, I would get it again, but I wouldn't, like, be like, oh, my God, like, I need it. Like, it's good. I would think, like, a 7.6. Seven, 7.6? Six. Seven, six? Yeah. Yeah, this one I would get, I think, even if I was out to eat, I would, I would if I saw this one, I would go get it again. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I would buy, I'd buy another, what, what was it, four-pack, right? Yeah, four-pack. Four-pack, yeah. 16 bucks, which... And, and that's not a factor, too. They're, they're, they're going to come in, you know, they started in sixes, and then four is pretty common, but we're seeing even twos nowadays, so that's got to play into it, too. Would you even bother spending full price for a four-pack? Uh, I definitely no. would. But you uh, know what, too, though? This is 16 ounces. It's a whole pint. Yeah. That's why it comes in a four because the, usually, like I say, you get a double IPA over 8%. It comes in a 12-ounce can, usually. Yeah. That, Not all the time, but... Now, since this is a porter, um, if we were if we were drinking, like, Dragon's Milk, I'd probably put Dragon's Milk probably past the nines. Yeah, I'd put, I'd put Dragon's nine. Milk in the high eights. Yeah. At least. I think at least there. At least. And I still... I still remember how that one tasted yeah. exactly. Uh, it was very memorable. Uh, the hibiscus, the raspberry mm-hmm. taste, I still remember it. And we had and that it. was a flavored one. That yeah. wasn't even like just a regular one. Yeah, and that was probably over a year ago, I believe. Yeah, probably. But a very memorable taste for that one. Awesome drink. No, this is this is good. I, I would definitely have more than one of these. Yeah. I'd be careful, though, because it's 8%. Because these, see, like double IPAs, you could taste it. Like, you know if it's like hefty. In a lot of them, anyway. There's some that you don't really know. But, like, these, like, I'm already a quarter done. Or a third done. Like, I'll be done by the time we get halfway through this, probably. Yeah, I'm trucking through, too. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So, yeah, anyways. This is one of those. Sluggers. 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 Slugger. Louisville Slugger. Sweet. Make sure we're still growing there. All right, we're, yeah, we're six minutes in. All right, we got 24 minutes, and we have plenty to talk about, really. 24, 24. Uh, just... just just for note, it's Wednesday, the, the Thanksgiving Eve. That's Thanksgiving Eve. Everybody right be safe. You know? It's a lot different from, you know, last Thanksgiving lot, Eve. A lot different these days. Yeah. But we have a we have a good alternative. We're just going to go party at Mike's house. Yeah, we're just going to go Next chill. Door. Do an inside thing. Have a couple of the boys over. Shout out to the Hackleman's. Happy birthday. Um, You know? Yeah, big holiday season. A lot usually, of birthdays. A lot of birthdays usually too. by this time on this day... We're pre-gaming already, probably. Pre-gaming, we're going to the busiest bar we could possibly find. Yep. Getting fucking packed. Wasted. Club-type environment. And you know what? I'm glad that we ain't doing that, because I'm kind of over it. Yeah. I'm kind of over it. A lot changed. A lot changed. Like, last year, year, I didn't really enjoy it like that. No, we did go out. We pre-gamed super hard, but too hard to the fact that we got there, and the line was, like, ridiculous. Yeah, we got it, lucky. it was freezing. You know, you pull one of those things in line, too, where you know a guy. Yeah, you, you know, know a guy. You know Yo, a guy. Let me get in and and this was someone that kind of said what up to me, so I was like, okay, work. That's my end. Yeah, I'm no. not even reaching. And I know? think I just followed you. Honestly. You just followed me, yeah. Because we like, were yeah, with we're, people. We're going, I'm with I'm with that kid over there. I'm we're good. It literally, kept just goes. I'm with that guy. And on me, I'm like, I'm with. I'm already with this guy. Yeah, no, nah, we're to train. Yeah, yeah. Don't talk to me. I I'm busy. So I'm on the phone. And then I give you know once I cut the line, I, I look at the guy behind me, and then you know I give him a little nod, see if they approve yeah. or not. Whatever. Yeah. If they don't, hey man, you could go in before me. How about that? How about fight me for it? To the death. Either or. It's your choice. It's your choice. It's either we fight to the death or you let me go in first. That's it. Really, you got that's why you gotta have the charisma and you gotta you gotta know people these days. It's no. part of having connections. You so, gotta cut the lines and save the time. I was just having this conversation with my dad. He and my dad is the king of this, getting into places where he's not supposed to be. And uh, so is Spencer, but Spencer's a little different because his is false confidence because he's usually faded. But um he was like, Yo, if you just go up you know somebody, 
You act confident like you're supposed to be there. Nobody asks you any questions. It works. It does work. Like, because if you think about it, like, you go up to a bouncer at a club, and you're, you're a well-known, let's say, just give my dad his name, you're a well-known DJ, you know the guy, and it's a music event, I'm just going to automatically assume you're supposed to be here. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, yo, it's, you know, it is what it is, KG, I'm walking in, I'm not paying, and then he's up on the stage for free. Yeah, like, you're not looking around, you're kind of going there with your chest out, like, you really yeah. like the places you're home. Me, yeah. I'm not that good at it. I look around too much as it is, um, even when I'm most confident, I'm still kind of looking crazy and looking all around anyway, yeah. so... I'm not really that good at me. it either because I get I get nervous. <laughs> I do. Get I'm nervous like too. I don't like. I'd rather just be like ah, like I'm like ah, I'll just, I'll just wait because I don't want to get sunned at the door and then get embarrassed and then I gotta go home because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go to the front of the line thinking that I can get in and then I get owned and then go to the back of the line and then it's and then it's a chain effect for the whole night. Whole yeah, nah, now I'm just gonna go home yeah, and breathe. manifest in bad energy. Yeah, yeah it's the whole terrible. Time. That's how I feel too. Well, we both come from, you know, dads of great confidence. My yeah. dad, too. And I, I don't know if I ever mentioned the DMV story, but it blew my mind how he went to the DMV with him one time. And, and you know, he where he does he has a lot of trucks and whatnot, so he's always constantly with the DMV. And, and he, he knew... He got to know someone that worked at, like, one of the clerks at the DMV pretty well, mm-hmm. a sweet old lady. And he was like, watch this. He's like, just look forward and... Kind of like what you said, just keep going. Yeah, and um, and it blew my mind because I just followed him, and he just cut the whole line at the DMV. It's outrageous. He's like, just you just gotta act like you're more important than everyone else. Yeah, you know, like you're you're, you're like a VIP, and you just walk past everyone, and you would walk up to a clerk, and then, uh, yeah, she like served him and took care of the orders, and it blew my mind. But that was, you know, him showing his authority and, and that uh, that real confidence. And this shit works. And you know what's crazy too? Ninety percent of the time, the people in line won't say shit to you. No, like they won't yeah, say yeah. because you're just kind of because they don't know either. Like, you, oh, maybe that guy was like, maybe that guy was waiting already or, or yeah, something. You like, wanna, I'm not. I probably wouldn't say anything. You want to be that person to call him out on? Yeah, it? Like, hey, Carter, he's a Carter. Yeah, no, because most people don't want that. Nah, I'm not gonna snitch because if I go, you cut, and then you own me. Now nah, I look like an asshole. So I'm gonna play it safe. I'm gonna let somebody else jump on the grenade. Hundred percent. Especially like I don't. I hate lines, but like. If I'm close to the front, it's like it is what it is. Unless I'm pissed off or something. Absolutely. But either way, uh, I'm probably gonna get wasted tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, usually I hold back a lot, but it's been it's been a long time. A lot of indoors tonight. Nah, I'll be hungover tomorrow for Thanksgiving. Definitely. Yeah, that's part of it though. No problem. I'm just mad that we're not gonna do uh, kegs and eggs. Well, yeah. I, I don't know if they're doing it. I doubt it, but because that's like mayhem over there at Joe's. Oh yeah, I never did that. No. Oh, I love it. It's like one of my mm. favorite things. You wake up at like seven. I get drenched out in Redskins gear because they usually play on Thanksgiving. And then you hit the bar. They give you free food and you get Bloody Marys, fucking screwdrivers, whatever. You just get faded before you go have dinner with your family. It's great. It's a great time. Yeah, I usually just starve myself before Thanksgiving and then just go from there. Yeah. I'm picky as it what is. What do you man. think about turkey? You like it a lot or not? Turkey? Really? I mean, I have mixed feelings about it. I mean, it's notorious. It's a very notorious bird. You know I'm what I mean? not that big on it. For poultry, it's very notorious. Is it poultry? It's definitely poultry. Yeah, because it's a bird. I think poultry is birds. It can't be just chicken. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, well, either way, you're making me overthink it now. But <laughs> it's notorious for making you sleepy. Yeah, it is. And I don't like being sleepy. See, I'm like a soup guy. Like, my grandmother makes great soup, yeah. so I have, like, four bowls of that. Some buffers? A lot of crackers. Yeah, a lot of crackers. I like eat little prep meals. I'll eat a lot of crackers. Prep snacks. Oh, yeah. I like all that. And then I have, like, a little bit of turkey. I don't fuck with no cranberry sauce. I'm all set. Mashed potatoes all day, bring them in. 
And then uh, I've been going to uh, I like green bean cra- or broccoli casserole. The casserole, yeah, we had a discussion about the casseroles. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah we did. I, I I like that a lot. It's pretty good. Yeah, the casserole is a weird word. That it is, is kind a weird. Of, it's spelled yeah, weird too. Very weird. Not re- yeah, it's weird. well yeah. We found out what the casserole was. And it was I forgot. Like, it was like a blend of. It's like crunchy things. stuff. Yeah, it's like stuff with like. In a in a in the it mattered what kind of dishes in a yeah yeah it does pot. and then it's no. like crunchy on top though yeah yeah weird it is weird but yeah coming from an Italian family my grandmother always prepped us with some you know the bread a lot of salad oh, the yeah. soup yep and all, I love all that so you stuff. do like a course meal yeah it's very coarse though yeah. and uh, we do a lot of pasta as well lasagna and shit yeah, lasagna is usually up there. And I like all that stuff more than the turkey, to be honest. 100%. I'll take any type of sauce, cheese, bread. I don't give a fuck what it is. I'm all day. Can't speak on cranberry sauce. I just really don't mess with that. That's not my thing. It looks gross. I've never tried it. I think I think it would be decent. I don't think it looks that bad. And I think it looks like shit. Yeah, but I like biscuits. I like some fluffy ass biscuits. biscuits. Some gravy. Uh, I just got on yeah. gravy like two years ago. Really? I never liked yeah. it. You could throw that on Now I'm like, yeah. biscuits and gravy is like, oh my God. Some mashed potatoes. Actually, what we usually do is like some loaded baked potatoes, like mm. bacon, some cheddar cheese in there, Yeah. sour cream, all that. I'm not no, big on bacon, great. though. I like crispy, crispy bacon, bacon. burnt yeah. bacon. Well, you could throw like chips of bacon. Like you know, chips yeah, of bacon yeah, yeah, are a good yeah, yeah. accessory to pretty much anything. You could throw them on a salad or yeah, that's true. Or mashed potatoes. Just not overly or... like I don't like flimsy like a whole big yeah, thing of bacon. Chewy. I'm all set. There's yeah, back, uh, bacon is a whole spectrum. You know, yeah. it's, it is. It's, it's not like it's even it crispy or raw. It's kind of like it's kind of like toast in a way. I like There's those bacon wrapped jalapenos at Taco Mita though. That shit was fire. Uh, so did I have those? I don't. Think oh no, I you weren't there that day. And Moe's no. was there that day. But, that was the draft day. But yeah, bacon wrap. I could see why that's good. It was pretty good. A little, was really a little bacon hot, though. Bacon is a little overrated. I think it's overrated as fuck. It's yeah. like peanut butter to me. Overrated. Yeah, we spoke on peanut butter yeah. too many times. A couple already, times. There they know. There they know. There they know. Love it. Hate it. But yeah, that's Thanksgiving for us, really. Yeah, uh, Thanksgiving. Happy actually, Thanksgiving to everybody. Cheers. Actually, what I figured Salute. out, what I figured out too, I don't know if you've seen this, and then like, uh, I mean, what I'm looking up news, I'm looking up positive news. Mm-hmm. You know how like, uh, I, what's his name that uh, was Jim from the Office, John uh, Krasinski? Or, yeah, 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 Krasinski. Krasinski. Um, he started the Good News Network, I believe. Yeah, he sold it. Yeah, I think. He sold it. Yeah, sold it. But he was a genius. But it was a great idea. You know, oh, you for have sure. you have news, but it's all positive, uplifting news, good shit. You know, yeah. recycling, good environment news, all that. But uh, I saw I saw something by the way, and it was talking about how there was down there. Look at this. I'll pull it up right here. I had a tab open. So they're downsizing thing, downsizing on Thanksgiving because there's, they're putting small turkeys in demand. Small turkeys are in demand because of small smaller gatherings because of restrictions yeah. and all that. So there's Which been like dumb. a hunt for smaller turkeys. I don't think people are really like. I mean, I guess if you've if you've always had a big Thanksgiving, maybe they are doing that. Like, I never had a big like twenty person Thanksgiving though. I don't have a big family. It's I always have, like six yeah. of us. I, I've done both ways. We've been doing small. I, it's been just my immediate family over the past couple of years. So I've done both sides. Where you sometimes you do need that big bird. I went. Oh, yeah. I went. I went to uh, one of my friends' house probably like five years ago. They had three birds. Damn, three. That's a lot. Three. They but did they cook them differently, though? Cooked them all differently, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Two I've of heard them, of that. Two of them were traditional, but I couldn't remember what the difference was between those two. But the third one was fried. Yeah. Fried is hands down. Amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know how you fry a turkey, though. 
like it's it's all process and it's known to be a fire hazard. I mean, people burn oh, nice. shit down. Yeah, nice. It's not easy. I had a customer um, tell me that they're putting a restriction. You're supposed to only have like six to eight people per Thanksgiving, but if you have a funeral, you could have like tw- up to twenty people. So they said that they're having a, a funeral for their pet turkey, so they're gonna have twenty people there because it's really? a funeral. Yeah. I was like, hey, loopholes, baby, loopholes. It's all bullshit anyway. Wait till this shit goes away. Why? COVID's going to go away and nobody's going to talk about it ever again. Like two years from now, people will be like, COVID, what the fuck was that? Like as if this didn't happen. I know. That's why they say, uh, you know, today's headlines are tomorrow's punchlines. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's what's going to happen. Watch. Yeah, we'll joke about it when we're, you yeah. know, I know how we're adults. We're fucking 40. When we're real adults. Yeah. 27. You still think like kids. I'm with it. I'm all set with growing up. Yeah, so, for, so according to this, some people won't buy a turkey at all this year. I mean, it's pretty traditional, but if you didn't want to buy a turkey, I wouldn't be opposed to it. If someone said, I want to switch it up and do something different. You know what? I don't like ham. Ham, really? I can go nah. for one piece of ham, but not more than that. All set. Yeah. Don't ever cook a ham. I, I'm good. That's like a Christmas thing, though. Like, my, yeah, my family it, does ham for Christmas, and I don't like it at all. Not at all. Like, I'll eat soup and mashed potatoes. Like, I'm good. That's my meal. Then I'll go take a nap. That's interesting. So, Dead serious. Hmm. I do not like ham. I don't like pork like that anymore. Certain pork things. Nah, I'm good with it. Like pulled pork and all that? That's good. Even pulled pork. I mean, I like pulled pork, but I can't have a lot of it because it messes my stomach up. Yeah. So we're like 15 minutes? 18 minutes. 18 minutes. 12 minutes left on this. Anyways, so I saw this one too. This one's really interesting. Man leaves $3,000 tip for for one beer. Yep. As restaurant closes due to COVID. That's lit. So a customer left a $3,000 tip for a single beer at a restaurant voluntarily closed because of the COVID pandemic. The man walked in Sunday, ordered the beer, and asked for the check, which came to $7.02. Ring said the man wished them well and told him to share the tip with the four employees who were working brunch service. Mm. Imagine that. That's dope. That actually happened to us at, uh, at my spot. Not that, like, that much, but uh, we had a customer right at the beginning of the shutdown Gave uh, some money to the owners and said to spread it throughout the restaurant. It was pretty good. Yeah, that's a cool about. gesture. I was thinking about it too. I mean, you know how we talk about like life goals sometimes, and and, and it kind of changes over time. You know, I feel like one of my bigger life goals now is to start some kind of a, a charity or a nonprofit or at least I don't know if you've seen with like what Russell Wilson does, mm-hmm. but like he goes to like the children's hospital every Tuesday and goes and hangs out there and that's shit. Lit. But I feel like that's like the bigger meaning of life is to go do something like you know oh, contribution, back, like real leave leave a real footprint. But even if you do come up with like a nonprofit or something like that, really sticks. They'll probably outlast you. Oh, hundred percent. I feel I feel like that's one of my goals now. You never of. you live forever now. Yeah, exactly. That's like I mean, my, I think Michael Jordan just opened up uh, another hospital or something like that. Yeah, like I feel like it's one thing to be wealthy, uh, yeah, and you buy all the bullshit and have fun. But like at the end of the day, like you're not taking that to the grave. Yeah, no. My dad was telling me about this this place in India. This guy, he's he's at like a two billion dollar home. It's like thirty floors. It's basically like a hotel. Guess how many people live there? I don't know. I'm just gonna say like seventy four. Six. In a hotel? It's a thirty floor building, and that's their house. Six people live there, and there's six hundred employees in the building for upkeep. For six people? For six people. So basically every person has a hundred employees themselves. 
That's outrageous. I thought you were gonna say like something in the hundreds, maybe. Yeah, and he was telling me that the that like right on the same block is a bunch of poor people. Like it's one of those countries where you're either super rich or you're dead broke, like no money. Yeah, and they're just living. Yeah, and they're just living. It's like it's like that's shitty. You got a thirty-four fucking house. You can't let some bums in there. You can't get back to the community. You need thirty fucking floors. That's crazy. Bro, I even saw a clip of when Marshawn Lynch was playing. With Sherman, I seen, seen that. I just seen, seen that. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I was gonna bring that up too. Go ahead. Yeah, and he was, uh, it was mid game too, and they were on, they were on the bench, and and, he, and uh, Sherman asked him what he's doing for Christmas. He's like, Christmas, I'm worried about Thanksgiving. Yeah. And he's like, What are you doing? And he's like, I'm bring, I'm getting turkeys for the hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm giving back to my community. I'm going to uplift my community. <laughs> and then yo, know, but the dope thing was Richard Sherman was like, You want me to come? Yeah. And that's cool. Like I respect that. Like. If you're, like, you don't even have a, you know, I mean, I know you got family and your shit, but, like, if you take the time out to go to, like, you know, help other unfortunate people out, like, that's lit. I feel like that's got to be the best feeling in the world, though, is really helping people out. I feel like contribution, it's got to be the greatest feeling on earth. It has to be. Unless you're doing it like you're a scumbag, though. Like, if you're doing it just for, like, publicity. Oh, for, like, your name. Like, like... Pac was a big guy who did, um, who did uh, charity without telling people. Like he would do it and like make it like so nobody knows, cause he didn't want he didn't want people to think like, yo. You know he's only doing it for the for the good publicity or whatever. Yeah, which was funny because that's what happened with with Nipsey Hussle too. Yeah, was he died and then like that the his legacy became everything good that he did for his neighborhood. Yeah, you know, and his neighbor is known everywhere now. Yeah, no, hundred percent. So and I mean that's that's late Crenshaw, R.I.P. Nipsey. I was talking about him earlier because we were talking about, you know, the Grammys or whatever. But, you know, that's... It. I think that's the purpose of life. If you come up, hustle and motivate. That was, like, his big thing. Yeah. Hustle and motivate. But you got to go back. You got to go back. You, you, even I, you know, even me, I'm, I, I haven't even done anything. And I went back to the high school and talked to the kids just to try to give knowledge that I know now that I wish I knew when I was 18. Like, even that small amount. Just knowledge. That's all I have to give. So I give it to you. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you know, over the years you learn. I feel like you learn a lot more in like the five years after high school than you ever did in the in high or in school at all. A lot of trial and error there. Oh, yeah. 100%. But yeah, giving knowledge back. Finish. Giving knowledge back, definitely value. All that's value. But what we do, entertainment. But yeah, if you got the money, dude, fucking blow. You can't die with it. As long as your family set, I believe in that though. Make sure your family's set up for a couple Jennies, if not one at least, and then then you can go do that extra shit. See now, if you were rich though, how would you how would you handle that with your kid or kids? You what know what I mean? mean? Like how would you how would you ride that line? You think of keeping them not spoiled, but also like letting them live through their own life and let them learn things. Yeah. Cause I mean, obviously you don't want them spoiled. You want them to be taken care of, but I feel like you don't want them spoiled. I think a big one is, uh, and I actually just saw Kevin Hart talk about this in his latest special, is uh, private school and public school. I don't think I'd send my kids to private school. I'd go learn, go, go to public school. Because it's not about how they teach. You, I could teach them what they need to know to succeed. I don't need a school to do that. I need them to go to school to get the experiences that make you a man or a woman. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what you that's what you get. Private school, I feel like, shelters you a little bit from, like, reality. Like, you might not get beat up in, in private school. 
Like, you need to get beat up, like, at least once. Or, like, be, be involved in some type of fucking altercation. Yeah, get a little rugged. Yeah. You can't, you don't be sheltered. Like, that's not how the world works in, in private school. Oh, this, then, it's all fucking fairy tales and bullshit. Because, cause you, you know, they're, they're, those teachers are, uh, how do you say, um, whatever. They're working for the money that the parents give. Accommodating to the parents. So if I, if I go in there to private school and say, look, I donate a million dollars, my kid's going to get straight A's. They're probably going to slide and let you get straight A's, no matter how smart you are or whatever. And you're going to coast. That's spoiled shit. Nah. Public school. They ain't worried about my money. I feel like they got a little bit better of a developmental thing in a public school than a private school. Bro, I mean, just from what I've seen, too, growing up in high school, just because we went to a public high school, not to mention we were freshmen, it was very rugged. When we went to high school, it was very rugged our freshman year, and they were rebuilding. That was loud. Yeah, that was. Not my poor. <laughs> but anyways, very rugged place to be. Very. You know, we dude, my first day of high school at Warton High School, I came from a technical school where you had a uniform and all that shit. My first day at school, it was like out of a, a scene out of a movie. Like, there was people throwing papers. I seen girls doing drugs in the back. Like, there was about to be a fight in my first class. My first class. We had a substitute English class. I'll never forget that shit. I'll never, ever forget that shit. I was like, oh, man, I'm in a whole different dynamic now. Whereas, like, where I came from in school, if you walked on the left side of the hallway, you got a detention. Like, and they're letting this shit slide. I'm like, wow, I could do whatever I want. And I did, and whatever. I got in trouble. <laughs> I was like four foot ten looking up to people like monsters. Like, yeah, like these guys are grown <laughs> men looking. I'm going to go to class. And that's yeah, it. No. I'm going to go home. Head down. And, and then we're going home playing Call of Duty. Well, yeah, but my, my point was, though, is, like, there's stars everywhere, no matter what. People, there's people thriving, no matter what the circumstance was. There's, in public school, from what we've seen, there's people that went on to do great things that we know. Yeah. And everyone's being great in their own kind of way. It doesn't yeah. really matter. I mean, it was still, it was still a good resource to us, because we went to a public school. I mean, I think if I, if I was raising my kids, and I have no idea, because we, I have a ways to go before I yeah. raise some kids. Ways. But if I... I feel like I got to teach them how to earn a dollar and teach them what the dollar's worth. And I'll tell you exactly that and how to credit, a bank account shit, paying bills, credit cards, all that has to be taught. It's not, it doesn't, they don't teach you that shit in school. Some of the real unwritten rules of life, like yeah. credit score and loans. Yeah. Like how, and how important that shit is. Because yeah. that shit don't, they don't get to teach you that. It's almost like they set you up for failure. But that's why I was saying like, I could teach my kid how to be successful myself. You could teach them about history and science and all that other shit. And it's like, you know, if they want to pursue a career in, like, one of those topics, that's great. Fine. But I'll teach you how to really be successful. Entrepreneur style. Yeah, give them some tools, but let them do it themselves. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Not really just set But, I, I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about the house. Because I'm not going to shit on private school. People, there's people that are successful from private school, too. I just think public school gives you that certain ruggedness, like... Yeah, that's true. You know, like... I was thinking about Durability. it too. I was thinking about it too because of the cliche, what are you thankful for? Yeah. You know, Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, what's what's really like a non-cliche answer? Everyone's going to say your friends, your family, good health. But I mean, if I had to pick something, I'm going to pick my phone. I can't even lie. Mm. Not to put that over friends, family, and health. Yeah. But I'm going to pick my phone just for the simple fact that I could look up whatever the fuck I want. Internet and knowledge, you know cool information. That is? You know how cool that is? The fact that I could look up anything I want. And find an answer. I remember one time that you said that if you are in an argument with someone, 
Arguments don't even matter anymore because you could pull it up pull in an the, instant. You could pull the stats up. If anything. No problem. You don't have to watch ESPN to know that Ben or whoever threw three touchdowns and one interception and went for 376 yards. There's no argument. I'll look it up right now. It's all good. I could have just asked Siri what the stats were in that last night's game. There's no argument. You don't have to go check the newspaper. There's nothing. That's it. So argument's think, over. Thinking about how thankful I am for, for certain kinds of technology like, like my phone. As much as we take it for granted, because you know that shit fell in some water. Yeah, you're hurting. Yeah, and you feel it then. Oh, for sure. But yeah, like even today, I was writing um, I was writing an article for somebody, and it was about uh, the capital of Turkey, and I was like, damn, like thirty years ago, how what lengths do you have to go to to find out what the capital of Turkey is? You probably gotta go to the library. You gotta go. You gotta At go. Least. Dig up, and you gotta go by one. section in the library, and you gotta dig deep just yeah. to find out. What's over there? Mm-hmm. But the fact that you could pull it up and like with Siri, probably in less than five seconds, it's incredible how smart we are. Incredible. Let's see. What's the capital of Turkey? Ankara. Yeah. Is that it? Amazing. Obviously. Boom. Just like that. But you know what? I, I If I'm going to have to do a non-cliche answer and we're going to wrap it up, it's like I hate the fact that people say only say what they're thankful for on one day of the year. That's 100% true. Like, I, I, I'm i thankful because I could usually, it's not like I wake up and be like, I'm thankful for this. But, like, I could probably, I could appreciate everything that I'm thankful for every day, most of the time. And I'm not going to say I'm fucking perfect, but, you know, I don't like, I don't like that if the question is only asked on one day a year. Yeah, that's very true. It's only one, it's only one day of the year. And I think the attitude of gratitude is great for the law of attraction and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's that's a whole another conversation. Yeah. Because we're about to run out of time. But, uh, yeah, episode nine. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. And we're in the books. Stay tuned for episode 50. Oh, episode 50. We got to do shots. Yeah, absolutely. Has to be. Has to be shots. Get drunk. Peace. <laughs>